We hustle in silence, but we kill with success. Welcome to the Being a Ninja Show. It's Joe Shung, CEO and founder of Fight Fitness, where we help people burn fat, tone up, and learn to kick butt in life. This episode is another private coaching call with my clients and I go over advanced macronutrients um, part two of a three-part series and you'll get to learn all about fat loss macros muscle building macros and maintenance macros enjoy We're going to go over today, I'm going to talk about fat loss macros, what's the ideal macronutrients for fat loss. Um, I'm also going to talk about muscle building macros, um, maintenance macros, what are the ideal ones? So those are three scenarios we're going to go around um, and some cautions. Also, the Beachbody Challenge, if you haven't heard about it yet, starting in two weeks, registration is open. By the way, if you guys are watching this live, say what's up, just comment something. Um, and if you guys are watching a recording of this, please let me know, comment below. I want to know who watches this. <laughs> I want to make sure that you guys are getting good value from these, uh, weekly live coaching sessions. So comment, say hello, just so I know you watching and you're getting value. First things first, I want to go back to this. I often say this, we don't need to be taught new things. We just need to be reminded. The most important thing for weight loss is going to be a deficit. This goes back to the nutritional priorities pyramid. A deficit is the most important thing required for weight loss. So first things first, you got to have a calorie deficit. You create a deficit in two ways. Number one, you increase activity, which is when you guys increase your walks, you do workouts and anything that you move in and anything you do in activity wise in order to burn calories. Um, not my favorite way to lose weight, but a lot of people do it. Now, the better way to do it is you create a deficit with decreasing your intake. This is a much more sustainable, longer-term um, solution, which is why nutrition is so important. So first things first, we need a deficit. So I don't, I could tell you about all the perfect macronutrient ratios that you need to be at, but if you're not at a deficit, it doesn't matter that much, okay? So let's talk about fat loss macros. So last few weeks, I talked about how to calculate this. Now I want to give you the macronutrients, the ratios where you should sit around in order to achieve these goals. I started with fat loss. This is the most common one. Everybody says, how do they want to lose? How do you, how do you lose fat? So proteins, I like that to be around 35 to 50% if my goal is fat loss, 35 to 50% of my calories are coming from protein, 10 to 30% from carbs and 30 to 40% from fat. There's a range and there's a range with all of these and there's a range for a reason. It's because not everybody can stick to those type high protein content, myself included 50% protein is very high. I normally, I wrote 40, 30, 30. When I'm in a fat loss phase, I actually like to only be at 40, 30, 30. That's where I find my, I, I feel the best. My lifts are still going well. My exercises, I feel like I have enough energy. I'm recovering. So 40, my, me personally, I like to sit around 40% protein, 30% carbs, 30% fats. And then I adjust accordingly based on the day. I'll go through a more advanced, um, more advanced stuff throughout the week for, for next week's meeting, but generally 40, 30, 30. Some people do better on higher protein, but minimum 35% if your goal is to fat loss. 
maintenance macros. So the, if you're doing maintenance plan, generally 20 to 35% of your calories should be coming from protein, still pretty high. Um, carbs, 30 to 50%. Notice you can go a little bit higher as you're on the maintenance phase and 20 to 35% in terms of fat. So this is, I give you guys examples of what that something looks like that, where there's a good combination of fats, proteins, carbs. <clears throat> Me personally, I like to be when I'm on maintenance and I'm not trying to gain weight, not trying to lose weight, 30% of my protein, um, my calories are coming from protein. So still pretty high protein. Notice I, I it's only a 10% dip. 40% of my time I'm coming from carbs and 30% from fat. So I do a 30-40-30 split maintenance-wise. Last but not least, muscle gaining macros. Generally, if your goal is to gain muscle, this is where you want to sit between 25 to 35% protein. Okay. Now get this carbs 40 to 60% much higher carbohydrate load. A couple of reasons why I'll explain in a second fats generally between 50 to 30%. So why the high carbs when you're trying to build and tone muscles? Well, carbohydrates help you help with more energy. When you have more energy, you can lift more, you can do more things. And you fill up your muscle glycogen a lot, so your muscles can work a lot harder. That's why sometimes when I'm first, you're finding yourself stuck at a bit of a plateau, you start increasing your calories, which I'll talk about next week, in order to build more muscle so that you could burn more fat in the long term. So if you go through a phase of like say muscle gaining, you kind of adjust it and you go, boom, I want to, I want to work hard. This, you know, I'm, I'm, I got, I got. I got uh, 12 weeks out from my vacation. This next six weeks, I'm going to hit it hard and work out five days a week, start burning tons of calories, uh, work out tons, build muscle. You could actually have higher carbohydrates and you're going to want to so that in order for you to work a little bit harder. Me personally, I like to be at 30% protein, 50% carbohydrates. So 50% of my car cal cal calories come from carbohydrates. Here's where you got to get creative because sometimes if you're low on carbs, you got to do things like eat a banana, eat eat, eat it. Rice crackers are pretty good for a carb source that has no fat, low, lower protein, um, things like that to bump up your carbohydrate um, and 20% fat. So very surprising, huh? Now, here's how I would adjust. Number one, very first thing that if is is compliance. If you are having trouble hitting 20% protein in your your day to day don't try to jump to 50% like you're not going to go up to like um up to these stats up to a fat loss state phase at 40% right off the bat you're not going to be used to it you're going to be too full you're not going to feel good and that's why I always tell people when when you're when you're starting you know when you're starting to track macros um I'm going to bump it up. And if you're not hitting the target, don't force feed yourself because your body's going to, it needs to get used to digesting all that protein. Okay. So compliance is the first thing that would be my adjustment I would make. Um, if you feel yourself also, um, your, your energy levels are going down, you may need more carbohydrates. You cut carbohydrates. I see a lot of people struggle with this, especially when they do stuff like low carb or keto and they do it for real. They do it and they feel like garbage but they keep doing it and they just don't have the energy to do anything else day to day. Um, it's not going to be long-term. 
you need to do this and adjust slowly with the macronutrient ratios in order for you to be able to do this long term. Okay. So first thing I would adjust is compliance. If you're finding trouble sticking to these macros, slowly move yourself into them rather than going full force into them. All right. That's number one. Number two, health issues. Now, health issues, when I say health issues, um, I think a lot of this is the big thing I usually get when people start, I just start looking at their macros and start adjusting things like their protein intake. Um, especially if I start decreasing carbs, you'll find a lot of people start getting backed up. Um, when we, especially when we go on a lower carbohydrate diet and, and it's natural and normal. I mean, the very first reason why you get backed up first off is especially if when you're going on a challenge or you're doing something is most people are just taking in less calories than they're used to. Right. Let's face it. You guys were eating a ton. That's how we gain weight in the first place. So when we go on a meal plan and we start cutting back on calories, less volume in means less volume out. So that's one thing to consider. But the second thing is also if you're feeling backed up, this is where I would look at your carbohydrate sources and see where your fiber where you're getting your fiber. If there's enough fibrous foods um, to help you stay regular and to go regularly. So I would also make adjustments based on that. So if you're finding yourself like feeling backed up, you may need more carbohydrate which a little with a little bit more fiber in it to help you be more regular. All right. So that's what I mean by health issues. Now, I'm going to touch on this one. This is going to be touchy. Plant-based versus uh, um, herbivore or omnivore. All right. So you eat meat and you eat veggies. Okay. Now, now, whatever you, whatever reason why you go plant-based, you know, people have their reasons, you know, whether they, whether they feel like uh, whatever the reason is, um, there could be some health issues that come into, especially when you, when it comes into getting enough of amino acids. So those actually health issues like that actually creep up as well because you're not going to get B12 because you're not getting your getting in animal proteins. This is where I would look at you know bumping up some of your micronutrients, getting a good multivitamin supplement that actually gets you some of that B12. Also creatine. I talked about this in another presentation, how important creatine is extremely important micronutrient for performance. And you're not going to get it from a plant-based diet. You're going to have to supplement it. So those are some health issues to consider. Um, funny story, real, uh, interesting story. I just read this today, literally this study that came out and talked about, um, red meat, um, how over the years, everybody was saying red meat was linked to cancer risk. Whereas another study just came out that just said that red meat actually med red meat and a Mediterranean diet actually decreased their chances of dying. So it's a lot of conflicting information now about red meat. Um, my, my suggestion, moderate intake of everything. Got to do red meat from time to time. I know I don't, I can't eat it all the time. Um, I was gonna, I was thinking about attempting a, a, a carnivore diet just to see what the hype was about. Um, but I hate liver, so I can't eat nose to tail. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Comment below. Comment. Give me a comment if you could eat liver, but I can't. Um, but anyways, back to this. So health issues that arise from mac, ma adjusting our macronutrients, you need to make sure that we're fitting in the proper micros to uh, make sure our health is in balance and check. And number three is preferences. And I go into preferences based on like um, this is a good segue from the vegetarian stuff. So if you're if you are plant based and you want to stick to that, that's where we'll probably have to make adjustments. It's going to be very challenging to hit some of our protein targets um, when you are plant-based um, sometimes. You're going to have to be very creative, especially with getting getting foods that are higher in protein. Carb count is generally higher. So, I mean, if we're at, like, say, if we want to keep carbs at 
and we want to eat protein at 50%. If, if that's the ideal macronutrient split for you, it's sometimes very challenging to do that as a, as a eating plant-based. It can be done. Don't get me wrong. It can be done. And that's why um, you got to look at things like preferences. So if it is plant-based, we're going to have to make some adjustments, make things realistic. Because if you're going to be pounding nothing but protein shakes in, it's not going to be very long-term. So those are, my, those are the things I would take into account when I'm making adjustments with your plan. So compliance, make sure that you can do it, number one. Two, health issues. If you're feeling backed up, maybe get more fibrous carbohydrates. And three, if you have preferences, obviously you're not going to hit all the ratios all the time. All right. Duck liver. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, what is that? That's like pate? I could eat, I could eat that, actually. So, <laughs> I don't know. I had this. I don't know what I had when I was a kid, but I, I threw the smell of it. I can remember it. I threw up. Um, but duck liver I can have. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Being a Ninja show. If you enjoyed that episode, do consider sharing, subscribing, or even leave us some comments. It'd be much appreciated. Signing off. Sayonara.